Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, find us at ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. All right, so I tried, again, with the uh, billions of dollars they had out there with the Mega Millions lottery, and I didn't <laughs> win. So, you know, one of these days, Sharice, I'm going to come to you and say, Sharice, I've got a billion dollars. What can you do for me? <laughs> I know. I-, I would love to manage somebody's billion dollars. There's so much I could do with that. Oh, my gosh. Well, we may not get a billion dollars from the lottery, but it is much more common that if someone like a parent were to pass away and then you get a house or you get some kind of a windfall, there's some insurance money or something like that. Like that, And this is another one of those events that takes place in retirement that you may get a little inheritance and you come and you say, okay, hey, Sharice, we sold the house. It's $350,000. What do we do with that? And what's interesting about that is the question you should be asking yourself is how is this going to affect me and this money as far as taxes are concerned? Because one of the, the, the things that Uncle Sam is actually counting on is that you're going to inherit money. Let's say you inherit $500,000 and you look at them and say, hey, if you take all this money, you've got a $150,000 tax bill. And you look at Sharice and say, I don't care. I'm getting $350,000. That's fantastic. But Uncle Sam is also going, yeah. I love yes. it. They fell into my trap. Yes, you did. Uh-huh. And, and Uncle Sam knows you will uh-huh. because when Junior gets their $500,000 account, their IRA account, mm-hmm. they don't care. And all of a sudden, that $500,000, they're only walking away with $300,000, depending on their income, uh, where it's at at that point. We forget about the tax man. And I will tell you, Randy, I'm... It's so frustrating for me because we really plan for our clients. And I had somebody pass away a few months ago, a smart person. Uh, They're an accountant, bragged about uh, their son, how smart they are. They're all the way in California. And uh, this person passed away, um, which was sad to see this person go. And the son came in to see me to uh, bring the death certificate and, you know, talk about the assets. And I said, so, you know, your mom said that um, you're a pretty smart kid and she bragged about you over the last eight years with you. And, you know, what is your plan with these assets? Do you have a financial advisor, et cetera? And basically he said, I'm going to go pay off all my debt. I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not what your mom wanted. I, I, I kept that to myself, of course. Yeah. And uh, she was hoping he would use it for his retirement. Okay. And I said, well, how, how much is your debt and what's your interest rate? He's like, oh, my house is like 2.5% interest rate and my car is like next to nothing. And I looked at him and I said, you're going to go pay all that off? I mean, that's free money. They right. gave you free right. money. Right. I was like, why wouldn't you, you know, he's only like 35. I was like, why wouldn't you go? reinvest this. He's like, but I also want a a new car, like a a really nice new car. Never had a really fancy new car. I went, uh, it blew me away, Randy. I I wanted to sit there and just cry for this parent because this was not their intentions. I get it a little bit, you know, I understand. But, you know, at the same time, you got to start thinking about what did it take mom to save $500,000, you know? It took years and years to put that, maybe a whole lifetime to put that money away. And now do you respect all of that hard work that she went through and you're just going to just blow that money right away? I I mean, could mom have done something else with maybe a will or a trust or something like that to try to guard that? Yeah. And so, I mean, in our classes that we teach is, 
if you have a kid that's going to buy that red Ferrari you never did, <laughs> we need to work on estate planning. But yet sometimes you don't know yeah. what your kids are going to do after we've passed away. So, yeah. you know, um, she had a trust, but really what she needed that I didn't know she really needed at that time because she said he was just very, very responsible is that she probably needed an irrevocable trust because she wanted that money to be stretched out for the next 40 to 50 years of his life. Mm. And so if I would have known this, I might have encouraged her to do that because then she could still rule from the grave. And I'm not a fan of irrevocable trust, but I am if you want to make sure those kids don't buy that red Ferrari you always did because you know they will. And people come in all the time saying, I got three kids and one of them is definitely eyeballing one of those things. So, <laughs> you know, and we put the irrevocable trust together uh, with the attorneys and it basically says, hey, we're going to treat you like a Campbell uh, soup kit and you're going to get your $1,000 a month for the rest of your life, you know, and, and then that money gets stretched to your kids if you have kids or, or maybe it's a different number, but you can control the income that's going out. And so different reasons to have different trusts. The most popular trust out there is the revocable trust because you can change it at any time. You get to write in your own rules. It's actually very cool. That's the one I have right now. But let's just say you are a little bit older and now you're, you know, your health is deteriorating at this point and maybe you don't even have a long-term care plan. And now you're thinking, well, how can I ensure my beneficiaries are going to get my assets. So I have to spend it all the way down to zero if I'm a single person and make sure my kiddos get it because I don't want to spend it all on the nursing home. And a lot of people out there have heard the five-year look back. Like if you go into a nursing home and you have gifted your assets to your kids within five years, well, guess what? You're not going to get covered. Mm -hmm. Medicaid's not going to step in, mm -hmm. right? But if you get past that five-year window, you're good to go. So there's also the asset protection trusts in this arena, especially if you do want to leave that legacy and it acts kind of like an irrevocable trust and there's a little work you got to do, but you basically you're repositioning your assets and putting into the asset protection trust so that it's basically all out of your name. And if you go into a nursing home, once you're past that five-year period, there's some other rules you got to follow, then, you know, there's money left over for the kiddos. So when it comes to estate planning and an inheritance, whether you're about to receive an inheritance or you might be giving an inheritance in 10, 20 or 30 years, really stepping into what goes into uh, the forethought of planning. Uh, what do you want your asset to do once you've passed away? And I know it sounds morbid, but you got to think about it. Yeah. Do you have do you have one adult child? Do you have grandkids you want to give it away? Do you have three adult children? You know, are they going to fight over it if you don't get everything positioned right? Did you give some kids uh, college money and the other one not, or pay for a couple of homes and one of the kids didn't because they already had their own home? Do you give more to one than the other? You really have to really think this out and and really look at you know who are your kiddos, who who are your grandkids, and do you want to gift it away now? Do you have charities you wanted to go to? I'm sure University of Florida would be. <laughs> Just honored um, to help some other kids at their school with your money, get them through college, you know, so there's so many things you can do with inheritances. And this is something we focus on in our appointments because it does matter. Online, you can find us at ZinniaWealth.com. You can also give us a call at 833-368-3680. This might be one of those areas that you don't have locked down, a box that you haven't checked off when it comes to your retirement planning. It's a pretty mature thing to look at Sharice and say, when it comes to money, Sharice, protect me from me. Very few people will actually say that. But as a parent, you can say, 
I need to protect my kids from them. So I'm going to dole out this money the way I think it should be done. That's something you can do with estate planning. Again, ZinniaWealth.com. Look on that big gold box there. Click on that and you'll be on your way. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Coffee Talk podcast. If you have questions or would like to begin the process of building a tailored retirement plan, call Zinnia Wealth at 803-368-3680 or find us online at ZinniaWealth.com. Sharice Rivers is an investment advisor representative of Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Sharice Rivers is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Sharice Rivers, NPN Insurance License Number 8718011.